like to like to start this evening with a famous sutta or discourse from the Buddha called the Metta Sutta. Metta meaning loving kindness, friendliness, goodwill. This is what should be done by those who are skilled in goodness and who know a path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, unburdened with duties, and frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm, and wise and skillful, not proud and demanding in nature. Let them, do, let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove, wishing in gladness and in safety May all beings be at ease. Whatever living being there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium, short, or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. Let none deceive another, or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upward to the skies, downward to the depths, outward and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will. Whether standing, walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being freed, from all sense desires, is not born again into the world of suffering. So I read this uh, tonight as a, a little bit of a backdrop to just a, some stray thoughts I had today about a, an, what seems like maybe a, a kind of trivial um, happening in this world uh, but one that really affected me by the way that it was handled. Uh, I don't know how many of you follow the Olympics, but there is a, an, a, a great Olympian named Ryan Lochte, who won 12 medals in his uh, long swimming 
history and accomplishments. And he, after huge Herculean effort to succeed in his chosen sport, he, after all his events were over, he went out with some friends and did the obviously uh, suffering-producing experience of getting, you could call it, shit-faced drunk. <laughs> Surprised I said that. <laughs> and because he was human and driven by a, a certain measure of greed, hatred, and ignorance, acted out in a way that caused harm to a, an establishment where he went to use the restroom, then he proceeded to lie about it and accuse the local police of putting a gun, or somebody of putting a gun to his, the story, the details of the story do not matter. Clearly a completely bonehead thing to do, to lie, to fabricate, and then proliferate a distorted story that didn't reflect reality, that reflected poorly on the host country that he was a guest in. And as most lies do, uh, they, no one really gets away with anything. Just might want to reflect on that a little bit. There is no privacy since we are deeply interwoven with each other and we are, we are all pretty transparent. And it also helps that there were video cameras filming everything that happened. <laughs> that wasn't the worst of it. The worst of it, in my opinion, and in light of the Metta Sutta, was the way that... Um, that he was treated in the public eye. He has been uh, reviled, you know, been criticized, been judged, been hated, been attacked, blamed, everything. And not exactly been afforded the kind of, um, the quality of the heart that is embedded in the Metta Sutta which is the quality of, of, of wisdom and loving-kindness in the form of forgiveness. Now, there are many people in this world doing many, 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 many things that are causing enormous amounts of suffering. And we don't want to create a hierarchy. When people do things that are, that are unskillful or unwholesome, anyone... Anyone treats anyone outside of the realm of goodwill, it's equally worth naming that and saying it out loud and calling out every, every kind of injustice and every kind of unwholesome act. But if we want to be, if we want to be both students of the Dharma and examples of awakening, we cannot just fall into the, the habitual cultural movement of the mind that reinforces the, the three poisons that operate in everybody's mind. 
the three forces of greed in the mind, the three force of hatred, and the forces of delusion. We don't we try not to compound the suffering that's already present enough. What made me think of this is I thought of the tribe in Africa, the Babemba, who had a very novel way of dealing and a very humane and very heartful way of dealing with someone who caused harm. Now just think of, think of the way that the world has treated this fellow, Ryan Lochte. Just consider just having been found out and have your lies being broadcast throughout the entire world. How would that feel? If, you know, we, we think of the worldly winds that blow through our life, every human being, praise, blame, gain, loss, pleasure, pain, Fame, shame. This is such an embodiment. Fame, one minute, glorified, idealized, appreciated for all that they've offered. The next moment, every single sponsor, anybody, every single company that had, was, was supporting that person's swimming, in this case, they withdrew their sponsorship. He was just intensely judged by everyone, and just the vitriol that was going you know, across the internet. So as I was watching this unfold, and I'm sure many of you probably had a similar reaction, but I, I thought of the Babemba tribe, and this is how the Babemba would have dealt with Ryan Lochte. In the Babemba tribe of South Africa, when a person acts irresponsibly or unjustly, he is placed in the center of the village, alone and unfettered. All work ceases. Every man, woman, and child in the visit gathers in a large circle around the accused individual. Then each person in the tribe speaks to the accused one at a time, each recalling the good things the person in the center of the circle has done in his lifetime. Every incident, every experience that can be recalled with any detail or accuracy is recounted. All his positive attributes, good deeds, strengths, and kindnesses are recited carefully and at length. The tribal ceremony often lasts several days. At the end, the tribal circle is broken, a joyous celebration takes place, and the person is symbolically and literally welcomed back into the tribe. So this is metta. Remember, metta is a universal movement of the heart. It's not Buddhist. It's human. It's what human hearts do when they are open and seeing with wisdom. Seeing with wisdom that everybody in this world from time to time acts out of greed, hatred, and ignorance. Everyone, because their greed, hatred, and ignorance is conditioned, conditioned by circumstances. Ignorance, avijja is the word in Pali. Ignorance is a shroud. It's a shroud of blindness that doesn't allow us to see what we're doing. Doesn't allow us to see the fruit of our actions. Every one of us has said something, done something, acted out in some way. 
to then apply another poison of hatred to that, it just keeps reminding us that hatred never ceases by hatred. Only by love does hatred cease. And we all, every day, clamor for a, a peaceful, loving world. But then it's so easy to fall into that little stream of that idiot. And I found my, that was my first thought, that bonehead, <laughs> that moron. I had all kinds of little... But then, then I thought about it. What were the causes and conditions that led to those actions? And then I, I thought about I thought about where that person's, where Ryan Lochte's mind has been for the last so many years of his life. And this is not an excuse, but he has been like almost everyone in this world headlong in a state of, con a constant state of becoming, aiming for name and fame and success. And you know, I was thinking about that and then I was, I was, um, noodling or just kind of rummaging through the, the books tonight because I thought that I'd find some, some poet, some poem that might speak to how our striving tends to create so much blindness, how, the greed in the mind. Thank you. How it creates so much, so much, in, she's, I was just corrected for my, my, inappropriate use of the word blindness because that, trigger, that's, uh, that would trigger a reaction in some people. I would say, I should say, not seeing clearly, not understanding clearly. So as you listen to this poem, notice how it may relate to the way that your mind and your body move through life. And see if you can relate to this and you may be able to relate to Ryan Lochte in a way where your heart may open to him. So thank you, Noemi. This poem is entitled, Time to Stop Striving. It's time to stop striving, to stop hurling forward like a blinkered horse. It's time to stop pushing like a mad-eyed explorer who won't admit defeat. Convinced the only reason he can't forge ahead is that he's not trying hard enough. It's time to give up the endless struggle to become and accept that this is all there is and there's nothing more to gain or lose, that if this moment isn't good enough, then no moment ever will be. That if you can't make peace with this moment now, then you'll always be at war. It's time to stop trying to bend the world to your will, to twist destiny to your own desires, but to allow life to unfold with slow, natural grace, like spring. It's time to stop swimming and let the river carry you. Why strive so hard when you can flow so easily? So perhaps only those who strive hard, the paradox may be that only those who strive hard realize the importance of letting go. Only those who experience the, the, the confusion and ignorance that comes from moving headlong into an imagined future that never arrives 
oblivious to, to the, the life in and around you, to, oblivious to the kind of sensitivity that we need to, to function in this world where, we're, where we don't so easily tell lies, that we don't so easily cause harm to one another without, um, without understanding. So for me, it was uh, it, it. It just rang out. Let's let's put Ryan Lochte and every other person in this world who does harm. Every other person, including yourself, who is going headlong into toppling forward into that constant state of becoming, associating your happiness with a future that never arrives. For all of us who become so narrow in our view that we, st- we don't stop and take in the nourishment of each other, the nourishment of, of the sights and sounds and smells and tastes and flowers and, and just the, the awesomeness and aliveness of our existence and practice and stop to feel grateful. And put everyone who, who acts unwisely back into our heart. So you can, you can scan the list of all the people who, you, who are your so-called enemies, the difficult people, the, the ones in this world, whether it's politicians or family members or co-workers, and try to see them with the eyes of, of metta. Try to bring them back into your community. Think of, the good, think of the good that they may have done. Think that they may have been kind to somebody or loved somebody. Or just don't only, not just think about the harm that they've caused. At least that's, that's my practice for right now. And then if, if it turns out that the enemy is yourself, the one who you will not forgive, the one who you cut no slack for, then direct all of your loving kindness toward yourself. You can say inwardly, to whatever extent I have caused myself or others harm, I forgive myself. And I ask for forgiveness. That's if it's you. If it's someone else, anyone who has caused me harm or anyone else harm, to the best of my ability at this time, I freely forgive you. And then inwardly, you can say to yourself, I borrowed this from, I forgot who gave it to me, but you can say inwardly, it is okay that I am imperfect. It is okay that I make mistakes. I hope Ryan Lochte will do this and everyone else has caused harm. It's okay that I am imperfect. It's okay that I make mistakes. It is okay that I am a learner. I forgive myself. 
to the best of my ability at this time. And when you think of whoever the, the cause of suffering in your life or in this world, we move in the direction of saying, it's okay that you are imperfect. It's okay that you make lots of mistakes. It's okay that you are a learner. I forgive you to the best of my ability at this time. So just if you're if you still have doubts about the benefits of moving in the direction of loving kindness I love sharing the traditional list of benefits that the Buddha offered people who practice loving kindness sleep peacefully wake peacefully dream peaceful dreams people love them celestial beings love them celestial beings will protect them poisons and weapons and fire don't harm them their faces are clear their minds are serene they die unconfused and when they die their rebirth is in heavenly realms Well, if that doesn't convince you, <laughs> just try it. Try inclining your mind right now toward goodwill and start right now with the person that you can think of who you most easily feel goodwill toward. And hold that person in your heart right now and wish them well. could be a near and dear one, it could be a benefactor, someone who you respect or who has benefited you. Hold them in your heart, their image, their felt sense. And just let that feeling of goodwill radiate from your heart. And you might even give it a focus by using words like, may you be happy. May you be peaceful. Those things that we all universally long for. May you feel safe from inner and outer harm. May you have health and strength and well-being and ease. May you Always forgive your faults and others' faults. May your heart be filled with loving kindness. And then if that first person is fading from your mind, bring someone else 
a family member, a dear friend, hold them in your mind for a little bit. And since we, I didn't intend this to be an actual meditation, you can either stay with that friend and envelop them in loving kindness or bring to mind somebody who you see every day but you don't usually pay attention to. Somebody you work with every day who you just pass by so that the circle of your heart just keeps getting wider. Make more room. Then if you have a little more room in your heart, at some point in the span of this little reflection, bring to mind somebody who's very difficult in your life. See if you can open to their humanity, their vulnerability, and wish them well. Forgive them. It doesn't mean you have to even like them but they share the same human longings to be happy and peaceful, safe, even if they act out of ignorance. As Hafez says, admit something, everyone you see, this is universal, everyone you see, you say to them, love me, love me. Of course, you don't say this out loud, otherwise someone would call the cops. Still, though, think about this, this great pull in us to connect. But what I'm suggesting tonight, I'm just infusing this, what I'm suggesting tonight is, as he says, why not become the one who lives with the full moon in each eye that is always saying with that sweet moon language what every other eye in this world is dying to hear. May you be happy. May you be peaceful, may you feel safe, may you feel protected, may you feel healthy, may you be filled with kindness, may you learn from your transgressions and your mistakes. It's okay that you are imperfect, it's okay that you make mistakes, it's okay that you're a learner. I forgive you. I will to the best of my ability, not put you or anyone out of my heart. Then I think we could say that we are at least moving in the direction of being true to the Metta Sutra, true to the, the awakening of the heart that is available to all human beings, that the Buddha was just the person who pointed to that universal capacity that we have to be free through the liberation of the heart. The mingling of our, the wisdom of understanding with the open-hearted love and compassion. The two wings of the, the bird of awakening. So may all beings awaken to love and wisdom. May all beings be free and may all beings be forgiven.
May our practice tonight and every night and every day be dedicated to the welfare and benefit of all. May all minds sink into the heart. Thank you for listening. Thanks for your generosity. Thanks for your presence. And hope to see you next Tuesday. And please help with piling the chairs and piles of four over against the walls, both walls. And thanks for your practice. All metta all the time this week. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.